Hi, I'm Eric Angevine, co-host of Radio Superfly on WTJU-FM 91.1 in Charlottesville, Virginia, and streaming worldwide at WTJU.net. In researching music for the show, I've turned up a handful of vintage funk tracks by Iranian musicians that may come as a surprise to American ears. Finders Keepers issued a compilation in 2010 titled Pomegranates, Persian Pop, Funk, Folk, and Psych of the 60s and 70s, and Secret Stash Records released another mixed bag called simply Persian Funk shortly thereafter. And then all of the music I found comes from one of those albums. I was a kid when Iran's monarchy, which had supplanted a democratically elected leader with CIA help, was in turn overthrown and replaced by a strict Islamic theocracy. I have two clear Iran-related memories from that period. TV news reports about the occupation of the U.S. Embassy in Tehran that began in late 1979 and a bootleg bumper sticker that was popular in the Kansas town I grew up in. It featured an unlicensed image of Mickey Mouse holding an American flag under the words, Hey, Iran, and he's giving the finger. So it came as a bit of a shock to me to learn that pre-revolutionary society in Iran had a very hip, secular, and worldly vibe. That's reflected in the music that I'll just call Persian funk for the purposes of this exploration. It's raw, joyful, free, occasionally psychedelic, and it really grooves. Usually, I dig into the stories of the performers, but I can find precious little information about most of them. And I don't know how these recordings were preserved or why they came to light 40 years later. So, I'm just going to play some examples and read descriptions of pre-revolutionary Iran. Iran is usually discussed in nuance-free, adversarial terms in our political discourse, so it's helpful to remember that, then and now, it's full of ordinary people who just want to live, laugh, and sometimes dance. Cosper gives a brief history lesson in an essay titled The History of Iranian Pop Music for Playlist Research. Quote, Iran went through a period of westernization in the 20th century from the early days of the recording industry until the late 1970s. 
The influence of jazz, rock, and electronic music played a big role in the country's musical development until the Iranian Revolution ended many careers. The Islamic Revolution of 1978 brought about huge cultural changes in Iran, especially with music. Certain restrictions on music have shaped its modern history. Solo female singers, for example, were forbidden, except in certain venues, causing many female Iranian singers to migrate to Europe and the United States, end quote. Sabrina Sue described some of the reforms undertaken by the Shah in a paper for STMU History Media. Quote, During his time as Shah, Mohammad Reza carried out a national development program called the White Revolution with the help of the United States. This White Revolution included many new developments, such as land reform, an expanded road, rail, and air network, and the eradication of diseases such as malaria. This revolution helped the Shah gain significant domestic support, but he also received political criticism from people who believed the reforms were not doing enough or were not working fast enough to modernize Iran. Along with political criticism, he also received religious criticism from people who thought westernization contradicted Islam. This is what would later lead to the Shah's overthrow by Ruhollah Khomeini and his followers. Quoting from Before and After, Iran 1979, an article by Munir Kazmir and Brooke Bell for International Policy Digest. In his efforts to modernize, the Shah overreached. He outlawed the headscarf or hijab from being worn in public. Not only did the Shah and his wife adopt Western dress, but he also insisted all government employees do the same. 
Younger Iranians didn't mind the hijab ban. Older members of society had a much more difficult time assimilating. The oppression people felt led to the emergence of leaders who called for a return to traditional values and eventually led to the revolution of 1979, end quote. A 2019 article posted on the BBC's website reflected on the freedoms afforded to women in pre-revolutionary Iran. Quote, While many women were already in higher education at the time of the revolution, the subsequent years saw a marked increase in the number attending university. This was in part because the authorities managed to convince conservative families living in rural areas to allow their daughters to study away from home. They tried to stop women from attending university, but there was such a backlash they had to allow them to return, says Baroness Hala Afshar, a professor of women's studies at the University of York, who grew up in Iran in the 1960s.
Writing for Reorient Magazine, Jubin Bekrad raises a fair question. Are we enjoying these songs for the right reasons? Quote, The Western fascination with the music of 60s and 70s Iran and Turkey might be largely attributable to an obsession with an exotic other. End quote. And I'll admit, when I play a track like Gugush's cover of Respect, I feel somewhat guilty of the othering that he describes. In all fairness, though, covering the Queen of Soul is always going to be a tough gig. Beckrod continues, Truth be told, when it comes to such collections, there's quite a bit of digging to be done for the good stuff. But, as one will sure enough discover, those rare funky, fuzzed-out, and plain badass moments all but wiped out from the sonic records of history more often than not compensate for the effort. At its best, Persian funk takes distinct elements of Western and Iranian music and blends them into something that retains the unique character of each. I hope you've enjoyed learning a little more about pre-revolutionary Iran and Persian funk. Thank you.